Well, welcome back, Michaela. Thank totally you. Totally not three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Creativity is Like Cooking. Add some spice. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to talk about... Me. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> What about me? <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit awkward. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, we're just talking about your whole entire... We've already talked about the process. Yeah. Let's talk about some of your... My work? Yes, some of Ooh. your work. The thing is, like, I don't like my work. <laughs> I do, but I don't. Like, it's like a like a love-hate relationship. Yeah. You know when you, when you write something, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing... And then you go back to it, like, you know, a month or a few months or even a year after. You're like, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. And then, you know, you then find a, a, an appreciation for it. And you're like, oh, my God, this actually was kind of good. I have that sort of relationship with my work. Yeah. Um, you know, the process could be like, I hate this. This is going nowhere. Or it could be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is the best work I've ever written or ever done. Um, so, yeah. What are your top pro- top things that you've written? I sent them all to you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I yeah. still have that document, if you don't mind me pulling it out. Yeah, go nuts. From my trusty phone. <laughs> Gotta love that first one. I... What was it again? Um... Oh, Ocean's Brawl. Yes. Oh, sorry, that was a song that was inspired by... um The funny, funny, that, that poem, its title changes every time that I oh, look really? at it. I can't... <laughs> I can't commit to one title. It's a work... Just call it working title. But, like, I, li- <laughs> I like its title. Yeah. I just can't commit to one. It's either uh, this is your pitfall or your pitfall. Yeah, that pitfall. you sent to me this is your pitfall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ocean's Brawner. Uh, that was the song that was inspired oh, okay. by... Heavily inspired um, by a French-Canadian artist who... Mostly records in French, but she had this bilingual album, and Ocean's Brawl was recorded in English, yeah. and it includes uh, ocean sounds and oh. its whole imagery was just perfect. And any time that I think about my poem, I just feel like going to the beach. Well, yeah, you can actually technically go to the beach now. I can. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, I sure, do miss the beach. Oh uh, yeah, I I'm not a beach person, but I like going there sometimes. Um, I'm just trying to find this document, um, but I'll read it. I don't really want to, but I'll read it. It's up to you. <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Sorry, I'll find it first. Um, you would have sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. So it's here. There we go. I named the document. <laughs> I, I like naming things. I love the name of it. Mickey's work that Evan could produce and film. That's yeah. the document title. Yeah. Um, and then um, I love annotating stuff. So I throw in funny comments that I actually thought were funny. Yeah. Um, maybe you didn't like them, but I certainly did. I did. Yeah. Yes. I read them and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. It's, it's funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's just loading. Um. Right, sorry. This just starts off the document. Poems that could become video ideas. If any of these poems strike up brilliant images of inspiration, you're welcome. And you're compelled to grab your camera and film again, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so it's named This Is Your Pitfall in this document. Yeah. I have another document that says Your Pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just Pitfall. But then put Pitbull. <laughs> like the dog. <laughs> Sorry, this is your pit bull. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you, just pull, you, you pull out a dog and you throw him in the ocean. This is your pit bull. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, We're so... all about laughter here. <laughs> all about some serious... No, let's let's be serious. We're all about some serious comment- yeah. commentary. Yeah, of course. Um, I'll give you <laughs> no, some... I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Give you some backstory about this uh, poem. Um, so I did a poetry course uh, about two years ago when I w- went back to university um, and it introduced a lot of formats of poems that I did not even know existed. Like, you know, you've got your sonnets, you've got your, just your ABC rhyming scheme. Um, yeah. Just all that fancy stuff. Um, but this one's called a villanelle. 
which oh. um, includes uh, you have a rhyme scheme, and then you have a uh, I forgot the terminology for it, but I'm gonna call it a returning couplet or a returning phrase. Um, so it's typically the end of the stanza. Yeah. So it's every like every, every second, isn't it? Um. Uh, or every fourth. No. Second and fourth, or was it every first and third? I think first and third. Yeah. So you know the first, the first, the last line of the first stanza is you could hear the ocean's call, and then the last line of the second stanza is the waves roll together in a brawl. So there's your rhyming scheme. Yeah. And then the third stanza, the last line, is repeating that first one. So you could oh. hear the ocean's call. So I forgot the terminology because, you know, I'm on the spot at the moment. But um, <laughs> it's like a like a repeating line that you hear. It's pretty much what separates this form of poet poem from, like, a different poem. Yeah, because I was, <laughs> I was reading it and I wasn't actually sure of the yeah. Uh, format. Yeah, so it's called a villanelle. Villanelle. I loved it um, when I was writing it. It was, it's really cool. Um, you're repeating, you're rhyming. Um, it's sort of mathematical, um, and it has to flow. Yeah. Uh, you have to get the rhyming. Oh, the rhyming was awful, and also. Um, because you got that A B A rhyming scheme, it follows through each stanza. Yeah. Um. So I'll just let me have some water first. <laughs> That's okay. No pressure. Okay. This is your pitfall. The waves rolled together in a brawl. The water pulled you in. It was unplanned. You could hear the ocean's call. The water was cold, but a tempting fall. You fell down the hole and found a wonderland. The waves rolled together in a brawl. Captivated by you, the ocean stood tall. The ocean had you in the palm of its left hand. You could hear the ocean's call. You were happily sailing along, having a ball, and then a storm brewed you couldn't withstand. The waves rolled together in a brawl. The boat capsized. You saw land and started to crawl. But the shore was disguised as quicksand. You could hear the ocean's call. Each blow of the ocean was your pitfall. But you fought against the strong wind to stand. The waves rolled together in a brawl. You could still hear the ocean's call. So that last stanza has to include those returning lines that you are at the end of each stanza. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I loved this format, this form of poetry. In fact, I wrote another one um for an assignment and I just I had a different theme obviously it wasn't the same um but yeah I I would love to read sorry I would love to read read write more of these villanelles um, yeah it was it's fun it's fun to like have a sort of ebb and flow and returning words and that rhyming scheme it was hard for the rhyming scheme because if you have a word that has, like, two rhymes, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, when I read it, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Um, so if you listen to that song called Ocean's Brawl, you'll hear and see similarities. And I am so inspired by it that it's sort of like a, an echo of the song. Yeah. But, like, it came from my own personal experience. Um, and so I sent that one to a friend of mine, Jazz Friend. And, yes. um, <laughs> jazz friend. Yeah, my jazz friend. And um, he's like, I could, I'm going to just roll with it right here. But is this about a person? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But it's so vague that it could be. I, like, I thought it was a person as well. Yeah, but it's so vague that it could be my relationship to the sea. Yeah. Like, I love being vague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was very vague. Yeah. And I was just like, it's a bad person. It's gotta be a bad person. It's definitely a bad person. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I think that's my favorite. And then I wrote again another one in a villanelle um, form. Um, it's about a man who wears a crown. 
<laughs> yes, I love that one as you well. You love that one? Yes. Oh, thank God. So I they, love it too. those two yeah. were the ones that. So for a backstory, yeah. me and Michaela discussed um, filming some uh, yeah. stuff in yeah. collaboration. Which I still in a, like 100% yes. into. We can actually yeah. go to beaches now. So yeah. that first one, definitely yeah. on the books. Yeah. Um, and those two were definitely ones that I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. And I love with that first one, after, because the thing is, when I read things, I usually read them in my head. But yeah. Now that you've actually said it out loud, some of the extra imagery that's yeah. come to mind yeah. is just interesting. Like Particularly really... the Alice in Wonderland yeah. layered thing and the almost evolution out of the water. Yeah. When you think of like a mud kipper or something yeah. popping out of the water, yeah. turning into a human. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Um, you know, you can, like all of my inspiration came from that one person, but also this song because I connected to this song. And, like, as I said, it's sort of like an echo sequel to that song. Yeah. And... You have to link me to this. Yeah. I feel oh like I need God, to listen. it's beautiful. It goes for five minutes. Five minutes? <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it's, a, like, a sort of slow intro, but it includes sounds of the ocean. And yeah. Yeah, we'll listen to it after. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear He Who Wears the Crown? Yes. I've I, not... I think everyone would like to hear it. <laughs> I've not publicly posted this anywhere. So well... I've only sent it's it to only, people. It's only if you want to. Yeah. Um, it's up to you. I've only ever sent it to people who've read it. I've yeah. never ever put it on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. So Only if you feel comfortable. Yeah, it's yeah, up of to course. You. Like, yeah. I love it. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is debut. <laughs> debut. <laughs> A little debut. you got to say it in the little petite little voice or something like this that. This is his debut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. I don't think I could read it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We're all about seriousness here. Oh, Let's not forget. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um. Okay. So. He who wears the crown, it is you who sits upon the throne. You are man who wears conceit, but you are the king who rules alone. Fame and riches are all you've ever known. You dismiss the peasants who grovel at your feet, and it is you who sits upon the throne. Your, carless, your castle is grand and made from brownstone. The halls are long, quiet, empty, and lacks heat. But here, you are the king who rules alone. You don't need a wish. You don't need to wish upon a wishbone, for you have everything you need to be complete, and it is you who sits upon the throne. You lack a queen to join you on the cobblestone. You will not consider anyone who are of not the elite, and therefore you are the king who rules alone. You are the king who wears the crown. You rule a fallen kingdom that is now obsolete. It is you who sits upon the throne, and you are the king who always will rule alone. So good. <laughs> I love it. Me too. Like, yeah. I, I think I've kept it to myself for so long because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and I've only sent it to people who were interested. Um, there's like a, so many visuals that I can just yeah, imagine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one is about, uh, pompous people. <laughs> I thought it, I, I thought it was, but I didn't want to, didn't want to guess in case right. it was wrong. Yeah. So it's, I'll give you a little trivia. Is the same person who inspired This Is Your Pitfall. Um, and so that person, to me, later on, appeared to be as this, I'm looking down at you with my nose turned up and I'm a king sort mm. of persona. I think I know who. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it was quite interesting because that's that's who this person was. They looked down on people and judged me, yeah. judged people that I knew, judged where I came from, who my family are, um, and effectively judged me in comparison to all of that. And mm. I didn't like it. Don't blame me. No. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I very much like this poem because it it tells people that, you know, you can't, if, if, you're, if you're going to stick your nose at someone, you're not going to get anywhere in life. Mm. Like, don't judge those who... Well, if you don't know them. Yeah. 
But even before yeah. you even know them. I judging th- I knew this person and yeah. they they knew me. Yeah. And that was the sad part. Yeah. They knew me and still judged me and yeah. That one has a, a close personal yeah. theme to my heart. I quite enjoy that one. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> that's, that's the thing with people who are creative, especially writers. We remember everything. Yeah. 100%. I remember the details of one night that I had and it was an awesome night, but also I remember the details of my baddest day and I could write about it. And if, you know, if someone said something, I'm going to remember it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't remember everything. But I, yeah. It's just like yeah. that. I remember most things. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's moments when I've upset people yeah. as well. It happens, but like people will remember your worst moments. Yeah. 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 Like if you say something to me and I'm a writer, you best believe yeah. that's going to end up in a novel somewhere. Yeah. 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 100%. Um, I wrote one. Uh, did you like this one? Do you copy? That was about like a void. <laughs> a void? Yeah. Like just space. I can read it. Yeah. Because I, I, I quite oh. enjoyed writing this one. This one's on Facebook. Uh, so it's called Do You Copy? When there is silence, the world is dark. It is bleak. The chatter was colourful, back and forth every day, and then silence. There was no radio static calling over, but no copy. Just emptiness in the void. Major Tom is out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he can't hear the ground. And there is nothing to be done. (laughs) (laughs) When there is noise, the world is loud. It is bright. For a brief moment in time, the radio stations connected. They intercepted each other, listening to the same song. Hmm. Um, So that was inspired by someone I met overseas. And um, they just sort of stopped communication. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, but why? Like, what happened? Um, so, yeah, that was, I enjoyed writing that one, and visually, I just see space, or a, just a void, there's nothing I can just in imagine it. these two people, and then there's all this space in between them. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have more here, I have none, like, I have another one about a king, yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, it doesn't have a title. Mm. <laughs> you know what? This is what I wrote. So I wrote <laughs> it on... I, <laughs> I remember this. Write it. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I wrote this on... This is the title. Um, 41119, that's when I wrote it. Yeah. This was in... During NaNoWriMo, actually. Um, so, <laughs> in brackets, it says, Yeah, most of these are going to be untitled. Look, <laughs> another royalty-themed piece. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, I try to be funny. <laughs> yeah. I like some of the comments. Yeah. Um, this one's, like, you know, the other one that I just uh, read, it has it has no rhyming scheme, just like this one. Um, I like writing free... I like free writing as well, so just with no rhyming scheme, no form. Um, I feel like you can just write whatever you want, and it you just call it poetry, because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. You are, ki- you are a king with no crown, but you will never be king. For you are a liar and a cheat, a coward and just a boy. You, you ruined your chance for a queen by your side and now you lie in the streets. You will go down in the history books and buried your thorns. Crownless and homeless, do not beg to be forgiven. Treachery is in your blood and your, bl- and your blood is black. This queen will be fine without you. Go back over to the river to your fake castle. Actually, I don't like that one. Just reading it back, I'm like, no. It could like these are unfinished, by the yeah. way. I think I, like I mentioned that in the, in the document, like you know these can be all fine tuned. Yeah. And that one, like you know, reading it back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, this this needs to be edited. Mm. There needs to be more, uh, structure. Um, look at me, I'm criticizing my own work. <laughs> I wish people could do this for me. 
I have another one. <laughs> uh, five eleven, nineteen. So the the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were noticing a November thing here. I wrote a lot this past November for NaNoWriMo. Oh, did you actually put that in there? Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. So you did? I did. Oh. That's okay. I like this one. This one's good. Um, is that, this has a lot of imagery that I hope to, like, when I you know, go back and edit it, put more in it. Uh, you were painted in red. Does that mean you were the devil or I was the fool dressed in blue? You were a puppet master in disguise. Of a, shi- of a knight in shining armor. You had come to save me in the highlands of green and whiskey, and you played your song and I fell for that sweet, charming melody. Little did I know that you were a haunting ballad with tricky chords. Mm. I like that theme that in nice. there. Yeah. And <laughs> so I put like in little brackets again, just like commentary. I am loving this one at the moment. <laughs> Especially the lines about a puppet in disguise and the haunting ballad. I still like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I love this last one that I put in here. Um, um, this one's called 271119, which is the day that I wrote it. Um, this one's more on the, on the more poetic side. I was really inspired that day. And funnily enough, after I wrote this, like I wrote the last line and then my sister called me. So my flow was just, it just stopped. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. You're weighted down by a heavy cloth that you so desperately cling to when dawn breaks. The vibrations of your death awake you from the slumber you wish to keep. You are disoriented once you are awake, and then you crave nothing more to go back to the sleep you claim to never get. Upon surfacing to the conscious land, you sit upon your throne and are there for hours and hours, neglecting all other duties. But you are not a queen in your own kingdom. You are but a peasant who wishes to be a queen. Who wants nothing more to sit back and relax. While your peasant neighbours do your work for you. The mornings in which you need to leave your throne room are the mornings you despise the most. You're away from your room for hours those days. And that that makes you anxious and worried. You crave the time to sit there and stare numbly at those pixels that mean nothing but simple entertainment. For your own enjoyment, you have and have no importance outside of that room. Because of your throne, you ignorantly forget your duties. Despite your journeys to the cold container, to ref- <laughs> my God, this is deep. <laughs> what? <laughs> keep going, keep going. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Despite your journeys to the cold container to retrieve your food fit for a quick fix and those sugary sweets that will rot your teeth. Your duties are posted on the wall for all to see, but you are but you are blind. Nor do you nor do you want to see that you have work to do when you are home. I mean, you know, it's not the best, but like I haven't I haven't edited this at all. Yeah. It's just I sent it to you like that. Mm. You know, I copied it from my document that I used for NaNoWriMo and I'm like, here have that. And that's how it is, like, you know. It could do some fine-tuning so yeah everything's as i said everything's always a work in progress yeah but i quite like it yeah despite its subject matter same yeah <laughs> i would just imagine like um someone say in a jail or something who needs to do their chores but they don't yeah yeah, yeah. so like you know we all we all know that person who mm. just sits back and relax and watches everyone else do everything and i'm I'm so fed up with that because I deal with that at work sometimes and it's just not fair yeah. and yeah you, you can't just assume that everyone's going to do everything for you because therefore you're you're an entitled bitch or prick <laughs> or whatever you call yourself like yeah um I have more I don't know if I want to share any of them oh that's all good we can yeah. talk about something else yeah, there's like some of my work, like I, I, um, you know, all of those poems that I have in that, in that document, they came out of like little inspiration that just boomed. Like I have one here that I wrote in two parts on two separate days and like I could read it now, I don't really want to, um, but I wrote it one day when I was really happy and then the yeah. second part 
when I was really sad and they had the same emotions. Oh, really? Yeah. I wrote before and then I wrote after and it was just like, this is crazy. You know, I got the idea while I was waiting for a bus and um, at this stage I had taken, I was taking around like a little notebook and just writing when I had like a spare two minutes or something. And um, with this little notebook, I would write at the top of what suburb I was in when I was writing it. So if I was waiting for a bus, I'd, you know, write it in the suburb where I lived. And then, you know, if I was at work, I'd be like, I'm writing from this suburb. Um, And it, like, looking back on it, because I had the same emotions, but I I was happy, but I was sad. But those emotions sort of overcrossed each other Mm. like you know when I was happy I was anxious but when I was sad I was anxious yeah and whatever happened before this thing still happened after but they were still the same emotions I should probably just read it it's up to you I'll read it okay okay it makes more sense um it's about a car um it's called red not inspired by Taylor Swift, if anyone's listening. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, red. Before. When I saw red, I hoped. When I saw red, I flustered. When I saw red, I loved. When I saw red, my heart stopped. When I saw red, I looked for you and I couldn't help but not. Etched into my brain, those letters and numbers, I was forever searching, but I knew you weren't near now when i see red i fear when i see red i fluster when i see red i remember when i see red i panic when i see red my heart stops when i see red i hunt for you and i do not know why haunted into my memory those letters and numbers i'll forever be searching even though i even though i know i shouldn't it was green when we met it was blue when we spoke it was pink when we touched and it was red when we parted in your red car. So it's about a red car and yeah. a person, but you can tell me what you think of it before I give you my, what it actually means. I'm guessing <laughs> it would. Is it um this particular person who you dated yes yes yeah i thought so yeah so it's about seeing his car yeah when you are dating and you're like oh yes 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 yep and then since unfortunately the breakup yeah you see it and you just yeah see red yeah yeah like, I, it was haunted. Like, yeah. I was haunted by the novel play. Yeah. I memorized it. That's the I, thing, yeah. Yeah, like, that's what you do. And then, so I wrote it when I was happy in the relationship, and then I got a little bit, little bit of perspective later on, and I wrote the second part, the now bit. Yeah. Um, and it was like, it was those same feelings, but they were more intense and the mm. negative. And, you know, he... He had a red car, and I actually wrote a little short story about it too, about this little red car. Yeah. And um, you know, <laughs> it's funny, you know. Years later, I'm still seeing red cars, and I'm still reading number plates. Yeah. And it's just like, are you? Are you? Is that your car? It's not, because he's not here. But yeah. yeah, it's that was a little, a little, little um perspective type thing yeah. it's just like yeah i'm i'm still not so haunted now but right. i was back then yeah and you know what my heart still jumps when i see a red car because the minute i see him i'm gonna run away yeah yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. yeah as soon as Be i read that i was just bad. like i i thought it was about that yeah but i didn't want to um yeah particularly ask Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, I I need to be more open. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to share my work because I, I don't like to be so vulnerable. But that's a part of life. You know, mm. if I'm going to be publishing novels whenever, 
um, and people are going to take my point of view from like a character, you know, one offhand had said, oh yeah, you know, X, Y, Z, and people may think that I believe that, but that's a character. Yeah. Like Stephen King said this in his book, you know, he still gets backlash for things that were mentioned in his book said by characters that he doesn't necessarily believe, but he wrote them regardless. So, you know, it's just a learning curve. I need to be, I need to learn to be more open about sharing my work because I don't like sharing my work. (laughs) You, you shared it with me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Better than than anything that I could write. Yeah. Um, So, um, I don't know. My writing style is a lot different though. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's the thing, like, right now I'm just producing poetry and I don't want to be producing poetry. Yeah. It's happening for a reason. I'm just rolling with it. But I would like to write books, novels, stories, you mm. name it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about screenwriting. You know? That's what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just like, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, writing is writing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's really difficult when I particularly decide I want this year I want to write some scripts and yeah. I want to produce some stuff yeah obviously that's changed yeah it's mainly writing at the moment yeah. I haven't stuck with my goal but I am pretty happy with what I have done so far mm. and ideas will just come ideas will come yeah exactly. it's just actually dedicating the time yeah exactly yeah. yeah and I, I'm I still want to do this video idea with you because that's a way for me to get my work out, but also for you to get your work out. Yeah. Like you'd be filming it, you'd be producing it, editing, editing it. I'm just here, the writer. Like yeah. that's it. That's my. Well, that's the thing. It's the translation yeah. from text to yeah. screen. Yeah, exactly. As well. Because that, like, it'll. It's so hard sometimes when you hear when people are particularly trying to pull yeah. stuff from text and. The vision's completely different. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what I particularly want to get on top of um, yeah. when looking at this. Yeah. yeah, like we were talking about it last week. My my poem that we wanted to work on, like, first, together, um, you had a completely different visual than I did. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. It both included the ocean, because yeah. that's the main theme, but what you wanted was sort of similar to me, but it was different. Yeah. Like, you wanted someone lying in the ocean... Whereas I wanted someone to be encapsulated by waves and then, like, walking out. I had that initially. Yeah. And I'm like, what if somebody's just being, just lying and then <laughs> getting engulfed with water and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, I wanted drowning. I wanted, like... Yeah, no, know, I had drowning to, in mind. Try, try to reach out, but you're being pulled back by the water. Yeah. yeah. I had that Jack when he's, uh... Jack in and Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. 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 In mind. Yeah. I was just like... Because all the emotions and stuff, you're lying there and then you're being drowned and yeah. stuff, and all the you can you can't yeah. tell whether the person's yeah. crying or something, because <laughs> you're under the water. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like um like I have some visuals coming in for, uh, the one about the king who wears no crown or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's the one like, which I've been really thinking about. I've I like I want nitty gritty like detail like visuals like yeah. I want dirt. <laughs> dirt. Like we're not dirt but like i want dark i want like i want cold colors um all in the editing process yeah, yeah. like i i want an empty space and just a throne because mm. you know he has no one in that castle yeah and you know he's maybe like, this chair yeah this this chair, chair. this chair we've already discussed yeah. the chair yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just someone sitting in the room going you know? sitting like that yeah yeah, like, you know, I'm picturing, like, um, the Tudors, the TV show. Have I'm you like, started watching it? No. <laughs> no. I, I've been meaning to start watching it as yeah, well. Yeah, like, Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like, still need to start watching yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like having, um, you know, something that inspires me, too, is royalty. Like, watching things about royalty. Like, I, you know, I th- think we were discussing this last week, but, like, Mary Queen of Scots and Marie Antoinette and, you know, um... King Louis or King yeah. Arthur or I mean legendary tale but still a king never nevertheless and um I feel like we need to look at some old yeah books yeah like I'm even inspired by Shakespeare 
Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. Shakespeare for that yeah. one. Yeah, like very medieval. Yeah. I'm read yeah. much Shakespeare, but I'm feeling very Shakespeare. <laughs> I hate, I hate Romeo and Juliet. I, I haven't read it, <laughs> but I know the story. I read it in high school and I hated it. I hated the theme that was in it. Young love and they fall in love so quickly and I'm like, that's not realistic. Yeah. I like the themes in terms of, um, uh, like there was a war going on between the Capulets and the the Montagues and... Well, I don't even get that theme. <laughs> I, I know roughly the story. That was the main themes that I got, but I never actually heard We were that. also tortured by watching a 1960s version of the film. Oh, really? But I hated it. You just it. want Leo. Oh, no, Leo. no, no, no. I didn't even like the Leo one. I just, Apparently it's terrible. I yeah. don't like Romeo and Juliet, the story. Yeah. I hated it. You like a Cinderella story? No. I do, but like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good movie. It's a, I like, love that I movie. remember liking it as a kid, but definitely not now. But like, you know, when it when it comes to that sort of storytelling topic, you yeah. know, the forbidden love, but, you know... Um, like a you know, love at first. I hate it. I hate that. <laughs> that I will. The I will TV never. Show. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. We're not discussing that. that that's just off the books. No. Just like you know, two characters. You know, they meet and they're like, oh, it's love at first sight. No, mm. I don't like that. That's why I didn't like Romeo and Juliet. Not even Sleeping Beauty. I, like I do like Sleeping I like Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, that's basically the same thing. I mean, like, all they the do Disney, it better though. All the Disney movies are like love at first sight, but just and Beauty and the Beast, of course. Yeah. yeah, but like Romeo and Juliet, I just have, I just loathe it. I think it's because I studied it in school. Mm. I just hate it even more. I did Merchant of Venice. I remember. Yeah. That wasn't actually a bad story. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to read more Shakespeare though. Same. Yeah, I think I. I, I feel like if we're talking about kings, you might have to read King Lear. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I um, don't actually know particularly much about that story. I know nothing about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't even think I'm I know very interested in Hamlet. I'd love to read Hamlet and Macbeth. Mm. I think that's an interesting story. Yeah. Mm. I've heard that good, but Yeah. When I'm when I'm not tired on a day, <laughs> I might have to have a chance to read the it. The thing is though, like Shakespeare is hard to get into because the language is so different. Yeah. I have trouble reading Jane Austen. Um, oh gosh! Because yeah. the language is so different, even to an extent, and it's probably easier to read. But Alice in Wonderland. I actually haven't read it. Really? No. Oh wow! I'm sure it would be very difficult to read. Yeah, it. I think it's just the language is so different to what it is now, and it's it's still considered mon- modern English, but just the language, the use of words like they use longer words they use more precise words like words that we don't even use today give me an example oh fuck um (laughs) that's not it by the way that's the word yeah (laughs) no i i love pride and prejudice i love the 2005 movie with kira knightley but i can't think off the top of my head a word like just the use of language it's not necessarily words in particular it's but sentences and the structure of sentence yeah like the structure of sentence um just the language like it's just different <laughs> like i i don't have a copy of pride and prejudice with me actually i have pride and prejudice and zombies that's different <laughs> exactly that's different <laughs> i think we got rid of it actually yeah. <laughs> which i've yet to read and watch by the Apparently way it's terrible yeah but Matt Smith is in it, so... So he is, yeah. 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 Good old Maybe. Matt. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I, I have trouble trying to get into classics because the language is so different, but it's still English. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like, just have to study it a little fa- bit more. Like, when, if you read Faust, that's yeah. German translated yeah. to English. That might be a bit Thankfully, well. I have a German father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't read it myself, but... Yeah. Um, I read someone's interpretation of it. Yeah. And it was just an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want, I need to read more, as Stephen King says. Mm. Um, just finding a book that really, um, that really draws you to it. That's the hard thing sometimes for me. Yeah, I love stories that just let you escape. 
Mm. And stories that you could read the majority of in a day. Yeah. I read... That's the thing. Like, yeah. when you got, like, a 500-page book, you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah, like, you're intimidated by its size. Mm. Um, but, you know, the, the book, Ready Player One? Yes. And the movie? I haven't read the book. I haven't watched the movie. Okay, but you know of it. Yes. Um, I know so, what it's roughly about. Yeah, yeah, so I loved the book. I read that in three days. And then when the movie came out a couple of years later, um, I watched the movie and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back home and I'm going to read the book. I read that in one day. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Because my love for it just grew that mm. much stronger after seeing the movie. Because in my opinion, it was well done. Other people have different opinions. For the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone I, has I different opinions. I got mixed reviews for that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, just for me personally, I loved it so much. I went home. I read it pretty much all in one day. And then I went off to work. Damn. Yeah. 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 I don't think there's many books that I read in a day. Yeah. There are a bunch of books that you could read in a day. Like, there's this um one by a YA author, E. Lockhart. She wrote this amazing book called We Were Liars. Um, if you're looking for, like, a... It's like a beach read, I would say. So you would see yourself sitting on a beach reading this book. Um, I won't give too many t- details away because, as the, as the title suggests, it's about liars. Hmm. Um... But, you know, it's about this family who go on vacation to, like, the Hamptons or something. And um, something happens one summer and then they go back and then they have to deal with it. Um, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. And uh, you you have to find out. And it's a major... It, it hits you in the feels. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> hate use... those books. Oh, no. <laughs> to, me, to me, it hit me in the feels. Like, it hit me right here yeah. in the chest. And it was just like, oh, my God. Like... <laughs> And when you, when you read about it, it's just like, oh my God, you just, you feel, you're like, oh my God, that clicks and yeah, yeah like not to give too much away, but oh. I was like, telling a friend about it yesterday and she needs to read it. <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. what was it called again? We Were Liars. We Were Liars. Yeah. Mm. It's been optioned for films too. Mm. It would be really interesting to see, like knowing what happens in the, in the book. Oh. To see what, what they do with it, because it could great either way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't tell you about it, though. You have to read it. <laughs> like that's going to be a hard read. It's a it's, small so it's an, book. So it's an easy read. It's and a then, small book. Yeah. Then it's it like... It's in the feels. Yeah. Like, but, like, it's... It gets you here, but it also gets you here. In oh the in the no. head. Yeah, it's one of those books, but it's a short book. It's, like, no more than 300 pages. Oh gosh, that's still a long yeah, book. Yeah, it, it's not. It's like between, a small book to me is like, like 120 pages. But like it's between like 230 and like 300. Yeah. I can't remember because it's been a while, but yeah. it, it was a good book. I easily could have read it in one day, but I didn't. I chose to wait it out. Yeah. Chose to put it down when I needed to put it down. But and, it hit you in the feels and, and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh. Because I just wanted to read it, but I wanted I wanted to pace myself. I didn't yeah. want to rush it. So I was like, okay, let's just take this slow. Um, but another book that I just I wanted to throw at the wall for the same reasons is Gone Girl. Mm. You don't like it? I haven't read it. I haven't watched the movie, but I know what it's about. Yeah, so yeah. I, for the same reasons, I... That's a, I that had would to be put a hard it, one. Yeah, I had yeah. to put it down, but I also wanted to throw it at the wall. Why? Because it was just so frustrating. Not not the book itself, but the characters. Oh. For different reasons, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, you know, something might happens. Might give it a flick. Like, ah! Yeah, might give it a flick. Yeah, it was flick good. Through. It was yeah. good. I really enjoyed it. The movie, not so much. Very boring. Who was in the movie, by the way? Yeah. Ben Affleck and... Yeah. Uh, I forgot her name, but she was in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Well, something. Yeah. yeah. She's blonde. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so after I finished reading Stephen King yesterday, I just don't know what to read next. Like, I have a bunch of books there. I just don't know what to read. Like, do I feel like a fantasy 
Do I feel like a contemporary? Do I feel like mm. more nonfiction? I know biography is always good. Mm. I don't mind a biography. No, I haven't read many. I've read always a good. lot of nonfiction recently, so mm. maybe I should get a, give it a break. Yeah. I did buy the. I read sci-fi every day. Yeah. But then again, like you need to break from some things. Yeah. Um, I did buy it the other day as it came on. <laughs> They have this like little shelf with um just, like, very few books on it, but it had like a five dollar sticker on it. Yeah. And um it was a little anthology of like fantasy short stories by um, I do like short stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Um by Robin Hobb or Oh yeah, he's Rob Hobb. Rob Rob Hobb? I don't know. Rob Robin yeah, Rob Hobb. That's it. <laughs> I think it's Rob Hobb. Probably. Hob Rob. <laughs> I mean, I can look at it now, um, but it was like this little anthology yeah. with another author, and I was like reading the blurb, and like um, it, you know, it tells you the blurb of the short stories, and the second one was about a writer. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should read that. You know what would be good? Book fest to come back. Oh yes. That's when you can get some yes. cheap books. Yeah. Yes, I was actually talking to my friend about this yesterday. I don't know. If, I don't think they're doing it this year. No, I obviously. don't think so. Yeah. It's too soon. Underst- well, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a big hall, but you could have like a hundred people in there. Yeah. Typically, typically, typically before yeah. COVID. So. Mm. Yeah. Nah, it, it's always busy. Yeah. And people just like rush to get everything that's yeah. super cheap. Yeah. I go there if I'm trying to find something specific and if I can find it, that's great. If Either not, have to go on the first day mm, or no other days. Really? Because cause all the stuff I'm looking for is always there on the first day. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you'll find it during the other days. But Yeah. Yeah. It's either sci-fi books or... Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who mainly. Comics. Comics. And yeah. that's it. And then yeah. after that, the comics are wrecked. And there's no Doctor Who books left. Yeah. yeah. I just go there because it's, you know, it's books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they they had some good range of British comedies last time, which I bought. Well, for DVDs. Books. Oh, DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. Was that the one I went with you? Actually, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah and you bought your whole Sex in the City? Yes. Yeah. I did. Yes. Oh, that was a good day. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't believe I found all, all of those... Series. Seasons. And it was like but, under 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And normally if you go to a DVD shop like JB Hi-Fi, you can get that for like $100. Mm. Saved a bargain. Yeah, I bought like a bunch of British comedies. Yeah. Watched them so many times yeah. since. Yeah, oh god. I love British comedy. Yeah. It's like my favourite favorite comedy. Have you ever heard of Coupling? No. Me and Dad started watching it. It is hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. It's got... um. Oh, who's the actor? Um, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, and he played the British officer, the main British officer. Um, what's his name? Did he appear in Dead Man's Chest? Yes, he was in all of them. He was in all. Of them. Remember the main guy who was who was after Captain Jack, who was going to marry Elizabeth. Marry her. Yeah, remember in the Oh my first god, one? I've forgotten his name. Yeah, but he he's in that yeah. that was his, that was before oh, before he was before in that. Pirates. Oh my yeah. god. And he's he's pretty funny in it. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet. But Nothing. I didn't know about it and yeah. that's just I keep on picturing him as that character. Yeah. It's uh Normingham, Nottingham, something and N related. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing beats Mr. Bean, though. Oh, I've Mr. watched Bean. that to Physical death. Physical comedy. I've watched that to yeah. death. And yeah. I am annoyed at Mr. Bean, though. Though, he ripped off a lot of comedians. Why? How? So, okay. There's multiple skits that yeah. Ron Atkinson actually took from other comedians. Surely he was just inspired by them. Well, I would say... Like, you know... Some are pretty, pretty, like, very similar. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
I like another his... Tony Hancock reference there. Ah, okay. A, that's from 1956 yeah. or 1960. Actually, it'd be 1962 or something. The thing is, you though... know the whole TV thing. Yeah. With Ariel. Yeah. 1960s. Mm. But like you know, you know when you're when you're honing your craft, like you know yeah. your creativity, it's always good to not necessarily steal. Actually, it's not really stealing. But it's like, more just like you're inspired yeah. by a particular person, author, singer, actress, mm. blah blah blah. Um, you know, it's like I I watched a Mr. Bean documentary, like a Rowan Atkinson documentary, and um, he was inspired by you know, like silent movies and how how physical comedy went, and he was like inspired by this like like a fast tracked little. Yeah. Uh, man go through a shop and he's like falling over stuff and you're like a top hat and everything mm. and that's really cool yeah like you I wouldn't know. say stealing it's more just like pulling inspiration yeah of yeah. course so I, I would never I would never steal someone's idea or mm. that would be awful um because you know plagiarism is a crime but you know take for he took he, he did take an interesting spin on it yeah, yeah yeah that's that's the thing though you can put your own spin on it but n- not steal because that's just awful but But the thing is i looked up online nobody nobody knew this really i don't think so no wow i'll have to send you i'll have to send you the original yeah and that yeah Yeah. however um just speaking of ron atkinson he does this really funny thing um like i think it was like pre mr bean but um he's like doing like a comedy thing um for i don't know red nose day or something yeah and um (laughs) he's playing the devil and he's like listing names of people who should be in hell. He's like like a oh, checklist, I think I've like seen a this, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's hilarious! Yeah. I love it. I my dad watches that pretty much yearly. Have you seen Blackadder? No, I've seen like I've seen episodes, but never the whole thing. Yeah, I feel like through. that's something that I need to watch. Yeah, my dad was never a fan of that. He was more like Mister Bean, but yeah. he had seen Blackadder mm. like a few times. Yeah. 